Hi, I'm Eric. I'm Jason. And I'm Chris. And we're I Beat It First, and we totally weren't shopping for office chairs while waiting to start this <laughs> podcast. I don't know. Definitely not. You're not old. In concertinas. In concertinas. In this is true. <laughs> Today, I learned that that tiny ass accordion that you always see in pirate movies is called a concertina. Called a concertina. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not an accordion. Accordion is the big one. That's Weird Al Yankovic yeah. style. Yeah. Concertina. Little guy. Okay. Why did that even like come up though, Jason? Oh man, I've been like, concertinas have been always like my thing. It was just like, man, what's one of those like, what's one of those like instruments that you could like always have on you and be like, like you don't know like like what really made me think about it was like years ago like like i was camping with uh, uh friends of friends so i was like not even with anybody that i really knew and it was one of those camping trips where some douchebag decided that like hey i know we're all just hanging out but i'm gonna start playing my guitar oh so yeah like, I was gonna say, uh, you got a guitar like, guy you know, <laughs> so it's just like, oh, all right, well, whatever. So kept talking to all my friends and jazz like that. Mm-hmm. But it was just like the dude just strumming all the time. It was just all right. And I was just like, it would be really great if I just kind of like gave it right back. And she's like, sweet, dude. Let's jam, bro. Let's jam. You know what to do with a drunken sailor? Because that's about all I got. No, you give them a concertina. That's what you do with a drunken sailor. Exactly. Exactly. Ever since then, like it's like one of those things like, you know, once you know about it, you think about it. Like, uh, what's what's it called? Murphy's Your Law. Little or mm-hmm. yeah, like, Your you little earworm. Yeah, like little earworm everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. So, oh mm. yeah. Well, I mean, you see it everywhere because you thought about it on your phone. Mm-hmm. So then Google it never knows. forgets. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Neither well, this, does this Amazon. Is a, this is years ago that I've been like. Yeah, like, again, forever. Google never forgets. Yeah, Google knows. Google never forgets. You probably said the word Constantina like six months ago. And Google remembered like, oh, yeah, I got to pull that shit back up and start showing it. Same thing with Amazon. They're listening in on your phone. They're just like, yep, there you go. Here's your Constantina. Concertina. Yes, I, I'm trying to say it with an R, but I keep saying constant. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, every time I say it, I'm like, no, it's concert, Tina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, welcome in, everybody. We hope that you uh, are having a good start to your week. Uh, you know, Jason's butt apparently is sore from sitting in that office chair for so long. Yep. Work from home, man. Work from home. He needs a new chair. So if you know of a good chair, other than, you know, like a fucking, uh, God, what are some of the brands? Here's the thing. I forget all the brands I know good chairs. I know good chairs. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. like if we're going to do some shouts, I know good chairs. Like even my desk is a chair manufacturer technically, and I freaking love it. The problem is, though, is I don't feel like spending $700 on a new chair right now. So it's just like, Mm -hmm. all right. I am looking for a chair where it's just like, it's good, but it is not like $700. At that same I would probably point, go, if I was going to spend $700, I don't think it would be a secret labs. No, I think I honestly would buy case. that Herman million, that, that go, Herman yeah, Miller, uh, Logitech Miller like some of them. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's where my old ass is at right now. It's just like, if I'm going to be going for the, 
good office chair now. I'm not looking for the racers or, you know, one of the ones that's just mm-hmm. like, it looks like you're in a bucket seat of some sports car. I'm going for like, no, let's go for ergonomic, good grief. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, all the adjustments for my fat ass to sit in there. Well, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, that was Jason's nice way of saying that he doesn't fit in the bucket seats anymore. No, I fit in them just fine. It's just my ass wears through them too quickly. So it's just like, why am I paying for this? <laughs> <laughs> but I think even that Logitech Herman Miller one is a mesh bottom seat. Yeah, I mean, well, Herman Miller makes a crap ton, including that one that looks like it's straight up like a spine from like a. a yeah, well, a, that's the one that the Logitech Fox. one is based off of. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, no, the original Insane. Logitech one that they had, which was seventeen hundred and forty-four dollars. That's the one that looks like it also is like based off of that like spine one and stuff like that. We need the we need the cheaper version. The yeah. Where's the cheaper version? I, I need her I need Human Mahler brand is what Hooman I need. Mahler. Yeah. <laughs> the Vantum. <laughs> there it is. The Vantum gaming chair. Oh no, that one looks like it actually does have like cushiony butt. So you'll be you'll be good with that. And it only has like three of the 12 lumbar support thingies that the other one had. Oh, so that's $7.95. Like, to be honest, if I was going to spend that much money, I would get very angry that it looks like it has extremely hard fucking armrest. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you, you, need, you need this one. S- steel case, man. That, that's well, what I've so been... like. My my chair that I have right now is is like the hardest of fucking armrests. So I had to buy like these little armrests, like oh my god, thingies. <laughs> because like when I well when I play games, because I I'll play games in this all the time on like my PlayStation whatnot, and I will rest my elbows on it. And if I if I have my controller up and rest my elbows, dude, it like like it's so hard that it's it started giving me like bone bruises. <laughs> Good grief, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's how hard they are. And uh, I, when I told Shannon that I needed to buy them, she's like, okay, that sounds weird, but all right. And now every time she says, she's like, okay, that's that's definitely a lot more comfortable. <laughs> oh, welcome to old guy talk. Old guy you know bitmo game talk. We're old. Hey, you know what? That's that's This is what's cool about our podcast. And here's how <laughs> old I am because I just said here's what's cool about our podcast. And that is that uh, uh, um, we are old. <laughs> we are gamers. And we're like, honestly, in my opinion, like the first real generation of you grew up gaming, you knew gaming, it was all a thing and all that jazz mm-hmm. like that. Like we're, we're, we're been, we've been in it a long time and it's been fun to grow up with is what I'm trying to say. Not that we're like better at it or anything like that. Cause no, y- y'all we're, we're horrible, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, yeah. it's nice to be like, how is this industry changing? How is like the things changing in, in our minds? How are we changing the way that we view and play video games? And that's, I beat it first to me. That fucking desk chair pod thing chris the scorpion one that's as much as a car yeah (laughs) Yeah. not a great car but that's as much as a car car. yeah Yeah, 13 moves thirteen thousand dollars like for a fucking chair almost fourteen thousand dollars for a fucking chair i do love that they don't charge you more for colors though every color is the same exorbitant price Mm -hmm. chair and monitor like does it come with the monitors though no course not no it doesn't see yeah (laughs) gaming cockpit allows the use of a single monitor up to 49 ultra wide 49 or 43 in size or triple monitors 329 inches but it doesn't come with the monitors and it doesn't come with the computer oh it's it's literally just 
It's got the RGBs. Oh, they got yes. one that's Eva Evangelion colored. That's pretty dope. What? Oh yeah. shit! They, God damn it! That's pretty dope. All right, all right. Where's my checkbook? <laughs> yeah, right. Let me let me get another credit card for my thirteen thousand eight hundred ninety nine dollar gaming cockpit Evangelion Eva One colored <laughs> scorpion shaped. I do like the fact that like, it like reclines, yeah. and then it like when yeah. it's reclining, like the the monitors move with it so that it's nice and comfortable and whatnot. I mean, it better be for fourteen grand. I well, I would hope that the that that padding is comfortable. I can't tell. Here's the thing: everything is pretty much just mock-ups. Oh yeah. Well, it could be, they've, never, they've never they've never made one. Just yeah. like whenever you're ready, we're <laughs> ready to build one. We it's like it's like when I did R and D. I was just waiting for a franchisee to pay for something. I'm like, I haven't built it yet, but I got it priced out just right, and I know what to do. Don't worry about it. It's cool. Oh yeah, because I don't even think that this one is a prototype. I mean, the lighting underneath it is just garish enough on that white tile that it could be a prototype, but I don't know, man. I like the word garish. That was good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, so I, I'm the only one that's drinking, surprisingly, actually. Um, although it's, I'm only having the one beer, everybody else is going dry. <laughs> so they fine. So this jerkwad gave me another beer for my birthday, and this one is the Fresh Hop Elliot IPA from Ex Novo Brewing Company in straight up downtown know. Portland. That's straight that's up downtown. Is this one from Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> It's that one's bad. very good. Yeah, that one's like that one on draft was amazing. I was just like, holy crap, this is a good IPA. So I bought a bunch of it and I drank most of it. And I gave one to Eric. <laughs> I got one. Actually, this is the one that you got me a four pack and you were like, and then you drank most of them, right? And then yeah, you're like, well, hey, I mean, are, you was... cool with, are you cool with getting just one? <laughs> got you you got to get a whole sample pack there just because I drank everything else. Don't worry about it. Sample pack. Here's our plan. <laughs> oh man and apparently everybody else had a little too much fun this weekend so nobody else is drinking which is fine <laughs> that for gives me, us for a me, honestly for, for me honestly what it was is that my uh, uh my in-laws are in town and whatever and stuff like that and my wife for lunch went to cracker barrel with them and then brought home her leftovers and for dinner tonight I ate the leftovers and this was the first time probably in five six years that i've had fried chicken and it was amazing. Don't get me wrong or anything like that. But it was just like I came out of like eating the fried chicken and I was just like came upstairs and I was like, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> that oh. fried chicken added three years onto your life, dude, for for, yeah. for real, for real. Removed it, kind of added, added three years onto your age. There we go. How's that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. We had uh, birria ramen for dinner. And uh, nice. pot stickers. It was mm. all delicious. All right. Well, let's talk about Vitimo Game news, everybody. Mostly Vitimo <laughs> Game news and Vitimo <laughs> Game adjacent yes. news. Yeah. Adjacent. Yeah. Video game. Adjacent. 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 It's adjacent. I mean, everything is technically adjacent with this, so it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, picking up where we left off last week, uh, Vampire Survivor <laughs> apparently had switched to Unity last August. I totally forgot about this. And when asked in an AMA uh, if he would do it again, 
<laughs> the dev said, <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> uh, so, like, yeah, that really sucks for them because that happened like a yeah. month before this whole bullshit thing. They backpedaled everything. Now they're just like a percent under Epic, but they've lost all credibility. Tons of good faith. Yeah. Tons of good and faith. That, tons of credibility. Yeah. No one that's on it wants to continue with them. Everyone's looking to jump ship now. Which, you know what? At the end of the day, maybe that's what they wanted because now everyone's going to jump ship and they can be like, okay, well, now we have to charge because if we don't charge, now we're not going to be able to stay in business and they're going to they'll they blame it on the uh, They'll blame it on the yep. devs and be like, look what you did. You killed our company. Look you what you did, you little jerks. Our company. <laughs> yeah, it's all your fault because you're so yeah. greedy that you couldn't like, just let us overcharge you. Duh. Exactly. Yeah. Your fault. Your fault. You're still greedy for not giving us all your money. No shit. Yeah. The Terraria jerks. dev has donated $200,000 to open source Unity competitors and has pledged to commit to uh, send or to donate more money to open source competitors as well good on them okay yeah it's just kind of bullshit that like that whole thing happened and it's it's still like trickling down i mean no one's really talking about it anymore because it's you know two weeks have passed who's going to keep talking about new like the same thing for two weeks if it doesn't happen <laughs> to be like a 69 million or billion dollar acquisition but yeah yeah or, oh sorry or the switch too. people will continue to talk about that forever uh, oh, but yeah. yeah, it really sucks Which that no one's talking true. about it. Plus. <laughs> DX. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I think Jason wrote this. No, we did not talk about a Tomb Raider TV show. Ah, uh, so Netflix oh. has picked up a, a animated series of uh, yeah. Tomb Raider, it looks like. And hopefully they give it the uh, um, uh, Castlevania treatment because that'd be kind of sick. Well, and it being an anime is a little bit... Like it bodes a little bit better than, you know, yeah. the live action. Any of the live actions. Yeah, 100%. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, obviously, I don't even want to really think about, uh, God, what the fuck was her name? Brad Pitt's first wife. Jennifer Aniston? No. Anything I don't think they ever got married. I don't think Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt ever got married. They did. He cheated no, on her with Angelina did. Jolie. That's the one yeah. I'm thinking of. Yeah. Angelina Jolie. That's his second wife. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't <laughs> think Jennifer and Brad got married. I swear they did. Hang on. I'm going to look this up. You can you continue so. your <laughs> This is so stupid. Like, I, like, we don't even care about the pop. Anyway. Um, anyway, because like, obviously that's the only live action of Tomb Raider that we have that I'm really aware of. And uh, that one sucked a whole bunch. So if we get something that was more to the source material to like actually building up on that, like even if they just went through like, hey, here's what Tomb Raider Origins was the game, but we're going to make it all anime style. Go for it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, as long as we have some of the brutal deaths and shit like that, that'd be fun. Well, first off, July 29, 2000, October 2nd, 2005, <laughs> Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston were married. <laughs> <laughs> Second, the the reboot that they did of the Tomb Raider movie was actually pretty good. I like there were parts that sucked on it, but for a video game adaptation, I mean, it's a very low bar to get over. Did they make a? Uh, yeah, and it, it's more it's more aligned with the the newer Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, stuff like that. Um, and I like the girl that's in it. Uh, they did kind of like go a little overboard ish because she went in and oh. bought desert eagle oh, like please. twin desert eagles at the very end of the movie and all that and just like god that part pissed me off a lot no this but wasn't it had, bad oh, this wasn't horrible it, i yeah, remember it had walter this, goggins no. as the main bad guy too i mean you can't go wrong with walter goggins even at his like most insane walter goggins is great but yeah um that was a pretty good one but 
at the same point, making a, a TV show, Netflix isn't like the best at them. The One Piece anime adaptation, we actually just finished tonight. Better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Oh, thousand percent. Like, it's just like, I can't wait for them to like get anywhere in this anime and have these people be like a thousand years old. <laughs> the time to be able to do any kind of live action stuff. Just like, yeah. <laughs> but well, and I was still, wondering like, cool. like what they were going to not have, like who the like, characters that they weren't going to introduce and characters that they were. And I thought for sure that they weren't going to introduce Smoker because Smoker's the one that like he meets up with before we find out anything about his, his grandpa. And they had Garp like trailing him the entire time, which doesn't happen in the in the anime. And then you get to the end and you finally see Smoker. I'm like, oh, okay. The guy that plays Buggy the Clown is great. He was they, they actually did a great job on yeah, Cassidy. He was in like, Agents uh, of Shield. He w- he played like after they did like this whole like time jump thing, uh, where they went they they got like pushed forward in time before they went back and they met like Fitz and Simmons's grandson. He was he was the guy that played Buggy the Clown, and he's he's a really funny guy. <laughs> I thought that that was really really good. There were certain things. It's like like the fight the fighting didn't fully translate, but they did a good job of trying to do it. Like especially Sanji's fighting style, where it's like he just he continually was like taking a ten step forward in on the guy in the fight in that last episode. It was like the the ever increasing runway for Fast and the Furious is what it felt like. <laughs> but even then, though, it's like he they did a good job of just basically trying to mirror the anime rather than trying to make it like realistic, which was fine. I liked that, but I enjoyed really it. Fine. Can't wait for the second season to come out uh, when they actually go into the Grand Line, which then will. We'll get to see them because they're going to start doing Logia types. So they'll have Smoker and Crocodile as the big ones that are going to be coming up for it. So you're going to have like lots of smoke uh, animation and lots of like sandstorm animations, which would be kind of cool. And I like the kid that plays Luki. Yeah. He was in uh, he was in another show on Netflix that I watched that wasn't half bad either. That had to do with like people doing experiments and turning and getting superpowers and stuff like that. And his thing is he became a were chupacabra. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny. All right. Uh, let's see here. Next, uh, two months after release, almost exactly two months, because tomorrow is October 3rd, Baldur's Gate 3 is still averaging 300,000 users on Steam. That's awesome. That's yeah. Which it peaked at like 895,000 concurrent users, and they're still averaging out at 300,000 users, which is awesome. It's good for them, which also uh, is kind of weird considering uh, we'll jump ahead down to the bottom here that there was a huge leak from Microsoft based off of the FCC trial. And Microsoft thought that Baldur's Gate 3 was going to be a giant bust and that yep. nobody would want to play it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, what they call it? They called it like second rate. Oh, God. It was something very like yeah. it was super rude. Let's be honest here. Like, and I have seen some rude shit in the video game industry, but it was like really, really rude as far as the label goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were all just just, if you just like watched five seconds of like any kind of demo or tech or anything Mm -hmm. like that, even like the pre stuff that we all saw, it was just kind of like, oh, this is looking great. Then if you even just paid attention to Larian in the first place, it's just like. Yeah, uh, Divinity is great. <laughs> and, you know, both of those that came out were just, like, massive hits. So I can get that they're just like, well, nobody plays D&D anymore. And it's just like, no, everyone loves it like crazy, and here's yeah. more proof. 
Yeah. Like, I don't know how many times I've watched a stupid dice roll in my game through, in my playthrough, and I still watch it. I don't skip it. I'm just like, this is what half the fun mm-hmm. is. <laughs> Second run Stadia PC RPG. There you go. Holy fuck. That's what That's they right. called it. That's so That is rude. what they, they so listed <laughs> it as that. It, and yet, THQ Wreckfest 2 sequel to Strong GP Performer. Because people played it on Game Pass only, and that was it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like, man, expected partner ask on it was roughly $500 million. And not just that Microsoft screwed the pooch with that, but then they screwed the pooch with the whole like requiring parity between the Series X and Series S. So they wouldn't allow it to come out because they couldn't get a split screen to work on the Series S until after it came out and they went, oh, fuck, people want to play this game. Yeah, we should we, we should actually focus on it. Yeah, it honestly goes to show just how out of touch they are with the gaming industry or with with the target audience, in my opinion, or the audience that they want to get to. There's the audience that they have, and then there's the audience that they want, and they think that they're doing everything that they can to get to that audience that they want, but everything contrary to that shows that no, they are not. I.e., this bullshit fuckery as well as the fact that they are losing now they're still losing ground i was looking at the number the total retail numbers for august and it is just it's sad looking at the xbox but retail X. like console sales though right i mean yeah. they they gotta know just as much as we know that their money is in game pass and shit like that like oh yeah but at the same point <laughs> second run stadia pc game yeah, <laughs> and that was that was talking about whether they wanted to court them to game pass mm-hmm. like that's all that that entire document was was do we want to get them uh it is also worth noting that the that everything that got leaked from the fcc trial is 100 microsoft's fault they uploaded it wrong <laughs> <laughs> which is great though because it gave us like a whole bunch of shit gave us it gave us the uh the whole list of like what they think of games and that was not the only game that and let's 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 pull oh, up yeah. this list of games that they were just like oh yeah this one's gonna be fucking great mm-hmm. um oh god what was the one oh let's sing abba they put let's sing abba at the expected partner range of five million dollars the same as Baldur's gate 3 and <laughs> then they put they gave it a strong holiday family play i'm or, sorry i mm-hmm. do, do maybe maybe we're wrong maybe every single person out there is just like i gotta have my low rent yeah. karaoke game i mean maybe we're wrong maybe we're wrong i mean like guitar hero is huge maybe this is like the thing that lasted everyone just wants to let's sing abba don't underestimate the given the year people the expected partner ask for the suicide the suicide squad game 250 million dollars they expect 150 million hours of play of that game on on game pass if they get it wild cards already a partnership with another competitor they said it would be it would be multiplied it'd be multiples b for b price change of guard at discovery makes sell in motion new <laughs> like the, the whole fucking thing is it's all just stupid it's so bad oh my god yeah either way i i'm just it, it's dumb and i can't believe that they still that they think about this and phil spencer even had to go out and say he's like well these are all like you know from a couple years ago because they were this is all pre-2021 filings um so it's it's all old stuff 
But that coupled with the fact that apparently they think that they can sell you the exact same Xbox Series X without an optical drive for the same price that they're currently selling it with no improvements whatsoever. Is there really no improvements anywhere else? Like just none? There's no optical drive. So it's slightly smaller and it's shaped like a trash can. (laughs) Well, the next next uh, tie in merch. Yeah, right. Got the fridge, got the trash can. We need the yeah. Xbox oven next and regular old kitchen and, going on. And before yeah. any Xbox fanboys jump down my throat, it literally is. It is it is almost the same shape as the trash can Mac Pro, which I have used and I used for years, but it was shaped like an office trash can, like a little waste basket basket. It's like Oh my god. Yeah, I I can't believe that they that they think that. As well as Phil Spencer wants to buy Nintendo. He thinks that it would be a banner win for him, which obviously it would yeah. if he could convince Nintendo to sell to Microsoft. But I understand voicing your pie in the sky stuff, but that's like <laughs> I, yeah. I feel like I feel like that's more cuz I mean like that if that were like true, if they were like, yeah, this is absolutely something that could possibly happen. I kind of feel like that'd be almost illegal (laughs) because you can't just be like, we're going to buy Nintendo. You should like totally like invest in Nintendo and like uh, get ready for some of that action. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I feel like that they're like the FCC would have even something more to say about that. There would be a lot more people having shit to say about yeah. it. Um, definitely 100%. Uh, I, I don't think that it would ever actually go through. Uh, Primarily because they would have to get bought by another Microsoft entity and it would have to be split off. But then at that same point, they wouldn't necessarily have the equity or the liquid assets to be able to purchase Nintendo outright. I don't even, what is the value of Nintendo? Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, what is, like, yeah. what is that, like $100 billion? Like, it just could uh, 7.95 trillion yen. So, so damn it. Why don't thank you Google less. for giving me this number in their in their whole setup with like their their stock and all of that, but not giving me the conversion of yen to dollars. That's, that's you don't need to know that. You don't need to know that. I don't need to know that. Yeah, yen is yen yeah. is the future. Hang on. Oh no, yen's not the future, unfortunately. No, it's not. Uh it is fifty three fifty three billion. It's actually surprising. Right? Fifty three billion dollars. If you would have told me if you'd have told me that Nintendo, the entire company, is worth less than Activision Blizzard. I don't think you're crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, they are only trading at at ten dollars. How are they only trading at ten dollars? You can split a billion times. Yeah, I know, but like, like when's the last time that they split? That's the that's the question. It's like that that means that they just like continually split. No, actually, uh, in the last six months, the peak has been at eleven and a half. They were at under ten dollars in April. They were at nine and three quarters. So maybe they just have like super high volume, which could make sense as to why it's undervalued and why Microsoft would be like, hey, we could we could buy that. Yeah, they were at peak in twenty twenty one. The highest that they've traded at is sixteen dollars in mean, the last it, five it, years. Well, if they give out like if you can if there's like. 50 billion shares, that's yeah. even low. But if there's so many shares, uh, then yeah, each one's going to be a little bit less than if there's only like 10 shares, you know, type thing. So I think it, that they are, about- I think you're right though. I think they are doing like a split or something in th- that they continually do whenever it, it hits 15. Because to be honest, I can't see any reason as to why it dropped as much as it did uh, when it hit 15. So they, there must be something that like, I haven't been paying enough attention mm-hmm. to in like the markets and, va- and like company value. But yeah, 
I can't believe that the highest in the last five years is only like $15.92. I mean, that that doesn't have much to do with the actual value value. Like, for example, like, yeah. I, I don't, how much is PepsiCo worth, for example, as a company? Good question. I'm sure it's worth more, but I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah I mean, diabetes costs a lot. $169 per share. Well, that's low. Yeah. It It's normally at around 180 um, it peaked at 196 in May of this year. But what's the company worth? Is what I'm saying. That's uh, what I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to find, dude. It, it, Google didn't give me the net price, even though all I did was change was change Peps or Nintendo to Pepsi. <laughs> it's a uh, 232.88 oh, yeah. billion. Yeah, I had yeah, to okay. put PepsiCo in, not Pepsi. Yeah. Ah, sure, sure, 232.88 billion. Okay, so I mean, you got like four times the cost size, lot, which man. makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I mean, PepsiCo is a big thing. It's Lay's potato chips. It's Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. That's a whole conglomerate more than just a, a yeah a pop. So I, I mean, four times, you know, and then they're charging. But is it more than a soda? Or whatever. Yes, it, I guess. It's pop. <laughs> oh, fountain so- beverage a sodi pop a carbonated <laughs> a carbonated fizzy fizzy water drink <laughs> yeah that's Pep. i honestly would have thought that they would have been much higher than that yeah like, i'm surprised too yeah but not even like not even just like market value but like i would have thought that the share prices would have been way higher because they're literally just printing money over there for themselves mm-hmm. so well, that'd be, Does- that might also be why you know that they're they're not beholden to investors, but they're beholden to you know them still. So true. And I are they traded? Yeah, they're traded on the Amer- on the the U.S. stock exchange because I wonder if they only have a certain amount of shares um, on the New York as opposed to like on the the Asian market. Mm. I don't know. That digs way not deeper yet. into what I know about the stock market and whatnot. So we're just gonna. We're just gonna move on after that. That that tangent that tangent has gone well beyond what we know. <laughs> we're, All right, let's, we're not savvy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's go into uh, something that we do know. EA Sports has pulled all old FIFA games from mm-hmm. sale. This Amazing. was all. This was all in prep for EAFC uh, 24 for its launch. So mm-hmm. I checked. I double checked just to make sure that like this wasn't just like a temporary thing or something like that. I went on to Steam. Steam actually does have a listing for EA Sport or for EA FIFA 23, but when you go to it, it tells you that to get FIFA 23, you have to sign up for EA Play, and then it directs you to FC 24. <laughs> <laughs> So you have to get their shitty uh their shitty subscription service in order to play the old FIFA yep. games. Which I didn't check. I should have checked to see if they did that with the old Madden games too. Like are they just doing that in general now to where they're just like, Yeah, you want the old ones, you gotta get it off of this. I wouldn't I, I mean I haven't heard any other ones. I, and I would yeah. imagine, especially if they took off Madden, that there'd be a much larger outreach. Um I I'm curious though, they they you can't buy it anymore, but can are the servers still live? For the older games, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. because yeah, you can yeah, still yeah. Okay. you can still play it on their mm-hmm. on their service. You just can't buy it. So let's right, let's of course, see. yeah. Madden NFL twenty three. FIFA. It does have a listing. No, stop playing music. Stop playing a fucking video stream. Uh, they oh you can still buy the game for full fucking price fifty nine ninety nine on Steam. Uh, and it, but they above that they have the included with EA Play, and then it directs it also to Madden twenty four. 
that they are charging sixty nine ninety nine on PC for. That, that, that's games now, man. Yeah. Oh well. But yeah. So that's that's just, just kind of funny. <laughs> that's insane. I sent that over yeah. and I laughed and then I shrugged it off and then when I went to add it to the thing, I'm like, well, let's make sure that it's still going. I'm like, oh nope, it got funnier. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they must have like their contract with FIFA must have like really pissed them off and yeah. like both sides, which would be the reason as to why they would just completely remove it. Because people would still buy it. Like they're selling Madden for sixty bucks still. Last year's Madden. Mm-hmm. I'm certain that someone is dumb enough out there to buy that version of it. Or, you know, dumb enough to buy this year's version, which is the exact same thing as last yep. year's version with the sticker on it. <laughs> um, but yeah, God, it's just it's so dumb. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West is finally coming to PC in 2024. Mm-hmm. And I still find it funny that PC Master Racers will talk so much shit and refuse to buy a console but then rejoice as soon as a console exclusive game is finally coming to PC. Like there was so much rejoicing, yeah, yeah, brother. But yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, like, cause it's the whole thing. Like, it's just like when you really wanted to play, you know, Toe Jam and Earl and all you had was your Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. you're pissed. That's just how it is. And, you know, you know, cause they're not, they're not talking about on how, like, look at this garbage game and they can all, how, how dare they only make these garbage games for these consoles? No, it's, these are quality games still. And they're just like, damn it. I could probably run it better on my PC, mm-hmm. but I can't because you can't give it to me. And now that they're like, yeah, here you go. And it's like, huzzah. And then it won't run as good because Sony just loves doing that. That's like their final. Later. That's like their <laughs> final fuck you to it all. It's just like, buy my console. Oh, I finally give you a port. It'll be buggy as shit. Buy my console. All right, we'll fix the bugs. But it'll still be horrible to play. Buy my console. Five and people will later, love it. Like yeah. they will talk shit. And then as soon as they fix a little bit of it, they're like, okay, yes, game of the year on PC. That's it. Yep, you that's, did that's it. That's all mm-hmm. it is. It's like, really? No, it's still a buggy piece of crap right now. But okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but but at the same point, uh, Baldur's Gate 3 crashed I don't know how many times on my on my PS5 like while I was playing mm-hmm. the game. So That's not a PS... That's not a PlayStation exclusive. I mean, to be fair, to play Devil's Advocate, mm-hmm. like not like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but I was going for... But I still love the shit out of it. So <laughs> it was it was buggy. It ran... It started getting real sluggish. Like, I, you had to reboot the game. Like, completely shut the game down and restart it in order to get it to stop running sluggishly. Because, man, if you run it... If you run it continuously for hours on end, it starts to load itself up real bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jason, well, why do I want to go to a U2 concert now? <laughs> do you well okay so i think i figured it out i'll buy the tickets to the concert okay mm-hmm. then i'll buy some really fucking like amazing noise canceling headphones and i'll put those in i'll activate the noise canceling and then i'll blare whatever else music i want to listen to and just marvel at this giant <laughs> led dome that's how I watch Spice World in the movie theater, by the way. I listen to Metallica. Yeah. Well, 100%. 100% did it. Um, yes, because that, that that Las Vegas sphere, whatever it's called. Yeah, that sphere is, just is insane. Insane. Like we saw pictures before. We saw it being built, in the, especially from the outside. We saw video like of that. it, like on the we outside. We saw video of the outside. But seeing it inside in the like the display bending that they did to that thing, like not bending, but just like perception bending yeah the perspective their perspective Perspe- thank of you everything perspective yeah was Holy insane crap. to make it look like it was a giant cylinder 
just continually going up. And then, yeah, then it turned into a cube. Then you were just in the desert. And then flying through a portal. I was just like, oh, my God, I need to, like, watch Stargate on this bullshit. Like, this is amazing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This thing is so fucking sick. I don't even want to know how large the files are to run to run this thing. But it is insane. And somebody finally got like a, a picture and posted it on or a video of the outside and posted it on uh, Instagram and TikTok to where it's using LEDs on the outside. They're the size of a fucking hockey puck. Big ass LEDs, which explains why it's so goddamn bright <laughs> outside. But that inside is just so fucking cool. Like, just look up U2 uh, Dome concert. And they had their first concert over the weekend. And it is mind-blowing how amazing it is. It's super fucking cool. You're running out play video games? Yeah. I'm sure you play, play VR in that games. thing. Like, full yeah. on. Like Yeah. Like, <laughs> you just do motion <laughs> track no, VR for you. Like, a camera's yeah. just tracking you. And as you do it, it's just that dome. And then you vomit 30 seconds later. <laughs> yeah. So, so this is this is actually very interesting. And I don't, I don't know. Like, so for the first, like, this is just so weird. I'm looking at this. Okay, sorry. Um, so just out of curiosity, how much do you think tickets are for you two? Oh, for a lot. So, 500 bucks. So the cheapest you can get them are, it looks to be about uh, 350, 329, 350. Okay. And guess guess where that is? Where? It's in GA. It's probably standing room only, but it's right up on the stage. The cheapest, the cheapest is to be as close to the stage as possible. The oh, most yeah, because you're looking at the band instead oh, yeah. of the you actual show. Look at the band show. instead of yeah. the, the damn <laughs> oh, like, sphere. Yeah. The most expensive <laughs> is on the second and third floor in the mezzanine, like dead center. That's a thousand dollars to have Holy like these, the, the like the seat. I mean, okay, when you go to a concert, Holy the fuck, mosh- four grand. Four grand for prime seats. I was looking at I was like, it can't be more than a thousand dollars to see a U2 show. No, mm-hmm. four grand. <laughs> <laughs> The the pit is not the best place to vi- to view a concert. Everybody, I'm no. just gonna say that right now, both from a physical well being, <laughs> but from a sound quality. Sorry, but from a sound quality, the band. I want to. Oh no no, no, no yeah, but but like for the music, yeah, yeah. the sound quality wise, it is nowhere near the best. The best is actually, and that, that's one of the reasons why uh, Desert Sky Arena out or out here in or Pavilion out here in Phoenix is like one of the best places to go because they have all these seats. And they charge you for those seats. And acoustically, you're not in the best spot. The best spot to go is the GA lawn in the back of the fucking pavilion for 35 bucks a person. No, that's not why I'm going to a concert, Eric. I, if I want to listen to the music very well, I have very good audio equipment at home to do that. I want to see these motherfuckers. I'm just saying. Look at them in the face and make rude gestures at them. That's all I want to do. I'm just saying. So if you're looking, if you're ever at like a GA, so, okay, how about this, Jason? Marquee Theater. If you, if you go to any theater and you want to know the best possible place to, to stand to listen to the music and also watch the show, look for the mixing area. Yeah. Where yeah, they have oh, yeah. the mix decks. Yeah. <laughs> that is the best possible place to stand. Stand right in front of that and you will be solid gold. That's it. <laughs> that's why marquee theater is actually one of the better ones because like their their sweet spot is like it's a sweet spot for looking and a sweet spot for listening it's awesome all right anyways uh someone take out a second mortgage so that we can go watch you two play and not listen to you two <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, oh yeah, you too can now water cool your PS5 for double what you paid for it. And I want to preface this. The transition was so horrible because <laughs> instead of you as well, you said you too after just talking yeah. about you too. So it was you too is now cooling my PS5 as well. <laughs> I didn't even notice that I put it in, that I put them back to back in this, but it was just too perfect. Uh, EK Waterblocks PS5 cooling. Has, has created and is ready to sell you a $450 water block. For your ps5 now normally the water block is just the part that goes over the cpu so you sit there and you think 450 dollars for this no, no 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 this water block covers the entire main board because it has to <laughs> so this water block is big it is a giant ass water block but that's not like the the really weird and shitty thing about this is the water block isn't a case. Like it's still exposed sides for the main board for your PS5. So you still have to get a case or find some kind of case for it. In which case they built, they had to build a giant table to house it because then it's also just the water block that doesn't include the pump, the rads, <laughs> the fans, none of that. It's just the water block for distributing the water throughout the system. $450. Ridiculous. And when you look at the photos, it looks like it's just like a little water block for the CPU or for like the CPU GPU like hybrid set. And it is not. And it's fucking funny once you realize that. <laughs> so just look up EK water block PS5 to see these photos. It's, it's pretty prime. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> All right. Uh, in sad news... Epic Games has cut 830 jobs, with a huge chunk of it coming from Mediatonic, the creators of Fall Guys, that has literally been printing money, which makes zero sense. Mm -hmm. uh, the main reason that they're saying that they cut jobs was because they have spent way more money than they are bringing in, which is real weird because Fortnite also prints money. Money. Like, both of them. I don't understand. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's weird. So... You know, all the free games that we continually get every two weeks, that kind of mm -hmm. does it. There's so many things that, that they do. I mean, the fact that there is that negative stigma, which I still can't figure out why there's the negative stigma on buying games through the Epic Game Store instead of Steam. I have not figured that out to save the life of me, but PC Master Racers will very much tell you, like, ew, purchasing a game on, on the Epic Game Store, gross. Like, I mean, that's just one of those we fought, weird elitist things. Fought so hard against Steam forever, and then finally mm -hmm. they just took it in. So now it's not like you'd want to switch back to another one type thing. Yes. Yeah. You can have both. Thing I can think of. It's not like Epic hasn't been around for a really fucking long-ass time either. They've been around yeah. for a long fucking yeah. time, so... It, it would take a lot to make them go away. We'll just say that, especially considering they also have a game engine that prints money. So in addition to the uh, the UE5, uh, well, the, just the standard UE set that they've got running where, you know, if you if you use their engine, you get you get exemption up to a million dollars, yada, yada, yada. They're actually now releasing a first run program for devs. To where if you even if you're not using their platform, if you do platform exclusivity with the Epic Game Store, you get exempt for the first six months. And then after six months, it drops back down to the same split. Just isn't a bad idea for trying to get in, you know, yeah. getting people to actually spend money on the Epic Game Store for things other than skins. It's kind of nice. 
but we'll see, have to see how well that works out. Uh, a lot of devs are liking it. Uh, em, uh, Embracer Group at, like went on record saying that they that they think that it's good for gaming and it's good for the marketplace and yada yada yada. So, all right, uh, next. <laughs> Sticking with uh, some Steam stuff. So long, CSGO. You have been replaced with CS2. <laughs> yep. The best really part like about it. that, the the like the store listing's gone. The page for CSGO is no longer. It has been completely removed. They're like, no, 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 no. You don't play on this one anymore. You play on the new hotness, mm-hmm. only the new hotness. So everyone's switching to counter-strike too <laughs> i guess they really have a choice or not <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly which is honestly you know at the end of the day kind, kind of like I, I get it like like the comparisons you can make between overwatch 2 and then counter-strike 2 are like vast and like everyone's just like man overwatch really screwed the pooch by forcing people to do this and it's all kinds of bullshit it's just like but they're doing the same thing over here the difference is that it's just like hey it's like we're not going to charge you anything more you don't have to do anything mm-hmm. that you want and if you want to go crazy with skins go for it and stuff like that where overwatch is just like hey uh we're gonna make it free to play now but that game you bought already it's now garbage don't worry about it and you have mm-hmm. to now come over to ours and i don't know it just obviously a lot comes in with the toxicity of each kind of play style and, and all the stuff like that and you mm-hmm. can probably get into really po- like what that kind of game really is but I mean, honestly, they did a good job of being like, hey, you're going to play this now. And everyone's just kind of like, cool. Like, well, I mean, the plus is that it was free before. They haven't charged for Counter-Strike since it was available on disc and stores in like 2003, mm-hmm. 2004. So as soon yeah. as Steam yeah, that's launched, good point. Yeah. it's been free. So, I mean, I remember shit. CompuSA continually sold out of Counter-Strike copies all the goddamn time. So it was it was a good game then. They've continually built they've continually built on it and they've kept it free the entire time. So all those skins are just what help pay it. And it's also True. part of the reason why they yeah. why they do it though is because it is a good uh, selling point to get people to try and use like Source. So Source two now they want to get more people to utilize that. Mm-hmm. So like it's a good demo of the tech itself which i mean it's a very pretty looking game and the fact that that engine can look that good and run at that high a frame rate helps tremendously so good on them uh all right uh okay i I specifically typed this one up because i wanted to be able to do it player one advantage Mm -hmm. round two fight so mortal Kombat, back in the day and i say back in the day it's like a few generate a few uh versions ago had an issue with P1 advantage to where if two players hit the hit the same uh, attack at the same time, it would always go to P1, no matter what. Player one would always get the hit because the, the coding did that. Well, it's back, but not exactly in that same setup for it. Now, it's even more convoluted and bullshit. So the same combo done on player one, like for certain characters, when you do a juggling combo, you'll hit them into the air and then you can hit them again and knock them back and do tons of damage. But when you do the same combo as player two, they move differently and the com- the end of the combo doesn't connect. Amazing. And it's been tested on, I think it's like five or six different fighters now that they found the issue in. But it's not all of them. And it's it's not every combo, but there are very specific combos where the movements are different 
depending on the way that the characters are facing, I guess. Wow. But oh wait, no, wow. it's not even the it's not even the way that the characters are facing. It's the way that P1 and P2 fight because they tried swapping the, their positions and it worked fine for player 1 but not for player 2. Wow. That's wild. Yeah. Wouldn't you, wouldn't yeah. you think that'd be something that you'd test for? That's so weird. It's it's a huge game balancing issue, especially for a fighting game that you want right. to have in tournaments. That's need to be like very <laughs> concise and controlled environment and stuff like that. And you can't have someone be like, I'll just get here first. <laughs> yeah. Supposedly they're working on it. So like it should get fixed hopefully soon. I don't know. That's. That seems like a very big thing that they knew about and they just couldn't fix it. So we'll have to wait and see on that. I'll, we'll let you know if we hear any additional information on it. I'm pretty sure that there's not going to be a lot of fanfare once it gets fixed. But it, it definitely was funny reading about like exactly how it worked and then just going, wow, that sucks. <laughs> All right. Uh, Id, the makers of Doom, are reportedly working on a new Doom engine, Id Tech 8. That's all that there is. I mean, I would hope that they're continually yep. working on a new engine to make pretty game pretty. But, you know, that's good. Uh, also, mm -hmm. an additional mm -hmm. shocker, uh, DLSS 3.5 makes gaming better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, it's, I only talk about these because there's like this slew right. of articles that pop up of it. And they're like, oh, my God, it's so amazing. It makes the gaming experience so different. I'm like, I would fucking hope that it does. <laughs> because I'll yeah. tell you what. <laughs> The performance of the video cards isn't that much better than the 30 series, so they better be doing something to make you want to buy one of those, in which case DLSS 3 and DLSS 3.5 don't work on uh, 30 series well, no, no, no. video cards. 3.5 does. Oh, 3.5 does. Sorry. Yes, you're right. Yeah. So Yes, that, that what they add in the 0.5 does actually work on older cards. So then uh, buy a 30 series. <laughs> 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 Although... Prices have come down a little bit since the release of those newer uh, ATI cards that we talked about on the last uh, podcast, I believe. Um, so they have they have dropped a bit because the performance of those video cards is so much better than the price of what you pay for a forty seventy. So the the forty seventy pricing has come has gone down. So now is kind of a good time to buy a video card. I'm still very much like. I am in the same uh, boat or the same team as Jay's two cents of like, it's a good time to buy, but it's also a shitty time to buy because they're still overpriced, like overcharging for these cards and you're still overpaying for them, but there's nothing you can do about it. So get it when it's at its cheapest, I guess. Oh, you can hope for. Yep. yep. Uh, speaking of video cards, the uh, head of Radeon is leaving AMD at the end of the year, unfortunately. Don't know why. Don't know why, like where he's going or anything like that, but he's leaving. Uh, and FSR 3 has finally come out for ARC 7000 cards only. Uh, almost a full year after it was first announced because it was announced back in November and we are now in October. So almost a full year after it was initially announced, it is finally available for Radeon 7000 series. But those Radeon 7000 series cards are really good and you can get a really high-end video card for 450 or 500 bucks. Five, the $500 one from testing is the better of the two to get, just so you guys know. All right, um, let's see here. Code Miko has done a series of IRL streams using <laughs> UE5 and VR. And, or actually not even like VR, it's like mocap too. 
like it's just straight up mocap yeah, mo-cap and yeah. the videos for it are insane like oh, she yeah. still looks very mm-hmm. plasticky nowhere near as plastic as her as the current code miko uh ones but she still looks plastic i mean that's it's you know you're trying to make something that's going to be able to process in real mm-hmm. time and whatnot for a human that's going to be real hard but the environments are ue5 and being able to render and she's just walking around and showing it off for stream and everything like that is really cool uh highly recommend googling those to look up like some of the videos that they had because that was pretty fucking dope all right uh second to last one lego brick tales has been announced and it will let you live your hollow lens dreams on the quest three <laughs> although i think it's supposed to be I mean, I more vr kind of out just than ar but it's gonna be higher to be. resolution yeah so the, if you don't remember we you know they showed off minecraft forever ago for the hollow lens and we all said that there's no way that it actually looks that good on the screen that you're looking at. And then we all got a chance to use a hollow lens and said, oh, yeah, that was bullshit. <laughs> yeah. But the, this will supposedly let you do that in your living room. You can play with Legos on your dining room ta- or on your coffee table mm-hmm. and do that in VR. Why would you want to do that with a fucking mask on your face? I am just excited mm-hmm for uh the meta quest three to come out just so it can fail so fantastically and then they never make another one again that is what i'm most excited about for it's not gonna fail the quest three is gonna be in the same price point as quest two the only one that's failed so far is the quest pro because they charged fifteen hundred dollars for something that was a piece of shit these things aren't like (laughs) accelerating though in my opinion like how many people do you know they're just like yeah i can't wait to get home and play on my quest like nobody no i don't think so about kids either like how many kids have you seen like playing on that stuff i've seen a few but they're usually who has a son but i've never seen him playing on his he doesn't have a quest he doesn't his friends his friends do yeah because i'm not that parent I'm not going to buy him a fucking VR. No screen headset. in their face. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a screen in his face enough as is. He doesn't need it here. But like <laughs> every one of his friends has one. Sure he does. I'm like, fuck. Of course he does. No, of so he my does. my whole thing is, is like, no, nah, no, nah, buddy, you can't it's not really comfortable with your glasses. And then he goes over and he tries one of his friends. He's like, it was all right. And I'm like, we're still not buying one. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. No, it's, it's not. It's honestly not good for a kid's eyes and i fought that battle so much when i worked at game truck trying to get uh trying to make it so that like it wasn't done and we we ended up saying like it's available we don't recommend it for kids under the age of 12 like because that's what sony doesn't recommend it for the Mm -hmm. kids under the age of 12 nobody does because their eyes are still forming they're still developing and you don't want to fuck up their eyes at like eight years old nine years old or anything like that and they say like oh what nine they're pretty much where they're at but still they're still developing don't do it so i i don't like doing it i didn't like doing it uh we had Ronan like put on like one of those like Google ones or the Samsung ones like once or twice. And that was about it. But I'm just like, that's, it's not something that I'm going to have someone do regularly, especially a kid. Yeah. No, thank mm-hmm. you. Especially with how accident prone my kid is. He doesn't need something in his face blocking his vision. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last but not least, rich old white guy is retiring because his commute is too strenuous. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I, I I read it because this is this is 
all the headlines that yep. you see regarding uh, Jim Ryan's like retirement from Sony, his main reason that he talked about was that living in the UK and working in the US had gotten too strenuous on it. Me. Mm-hmm. Rich white guy problems. Rich white guy problems. <laughs> Which, and it's not to say that I hated him as a CEO, but I never really like looked at him and said like, that's the guy that I expect to run a fucking video game company. Like I mm-hmm. n- never once looked at him and said that he is a video game guy. Like <laughs> say what, say not. what we will about Phil. Phil's a video game guy. Phil, like yeah. I will, I will look at Phil and be like, yeah, that guy runs it. He knows, well, kind of knows what's going on as we talked about earlier. He knows how to <laughs> like, abuse. He knows how to he, abuse. Yeah. He knows how to abuse. Um, but even like the Nintendo people, like they understand even, and, Especially, it, especially in Japanese culture, because they'll like, especially like up until recently, they were also wearing like their black suits and ties whenever they came out for it. But I, you knew that they were passionate for it because you see videos of them behind the scenes and doing stuff for it. So you knew that they were passionate. Mm-hmm. But man, like the last two heads of PlayStation, because I don't, I forget what the last guy was, what his name was, but that was the the old, that was the other fat white guy that ran <laughs> Sony that we were sitting there at E3 I think it was 2018 and we were like what the fuck like this guy's up there that he reminded me of my old boss Dave <laughs> like being up there and I'm like you don't play video games you don't understand a goddamn thing about video games at all <laughs> Jim Ryan kind of did but I never got that warm feeling from him I never got like like that I want him to sell me Vitimo games I want him to run Vitimo Game Company. So hopefully... Was it Sean Layden? Yeah, that's it. Chris is nodding Thanks. his head. He's like, oh yeah, no, yeah, I remember. Totally, <laughs> yep, yeah, yep, I get what Eric's yep. saying. <laughs> he's, just, yep. he's just sitting there <laughs> nodding his head. <laughs> mm-hmm. I understand everything that he's saying. So you know what? Fucking good riddance. If you retire from your fucking million dollar or multi-million dollar salary position because you refuse to move to the States for a little while, I don't care. It's just it's just too stressful. You know, you know, it is it's Chauncey and the but in the butlers, you know, they they have to move out here, too. And it's just too much. It's too it's too, too much. It's, it's too not too much like even if he just said, he's like, I've worked at Sony because he'd worked for Sony for a very long time. It's like 18 years. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it, even if he said like, I've worked for, for Sony for a long time, I really just want to retire. I'd have been like, good on you, dude. You made your money. Mm-hmm. You did stuff. I mean, and he didn't do like a bad job, I guess you could say, but he didn't do he a great job company. in my opinion. He ran the mm-hmm. company. He's like, you made money. You did everything. Good job getting out. You earned your retirement. But to say like that as the reason, and he said it to his employees. If I was an employee of Sony and my CEO said that the reason that they are retiring is because the commute from the UK to the US is too strenuous, I'd have been like, fuck you. Because all (laughs) that... All that companies ever talk about is wanting a com- or wanting an employee that loves their job and loves what they're doing and wants to come in and do everything and do everything for a fucking pittance. Let's be honest here. They do that. So the guy that is making the most fucking money out of all of them is just like, I don't really love it. Like, <laughs> I, I, I love sitting on my ass in the UK more. So bye. Yeah. 
Like, fuck yeah, you. Healthcare's better. That. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, asshole. <laughs> like, I, um, I wasn't, I wasn't so angry about it until I started actually talking about it, and then I got angry. <laughs> you get yourself ramped up <laughs> again. I got myself ramped up, but it's like now that I think about it, I'm like, no, fuck you. If I was an employee of Sony, I would just, I would have walked out that day, and I would have, I would have like pulled everybody into a room and explained why and i'm like who wants to go walk out for the day just to just because <laughs> fuck him <laughs> and then be like all right let's do it let's go <laughs> bowling and eat pizza i don't know do anything but that all right that's it Venomo <laughs> game talk or Venomo game news is over everybody we did, did it the news we did the news we did the thing and i only mildly got up on my soapbox there you go <laughs> for like four things <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a short week it's okay <laughs> <laughs> all right who wants to go first let's talk about what we've been playing i can go first because i probably have the least to talk about from the two of you i'm still playing uh boulders gate like crazy i think i'm sitting at close to like 50 to 60 hours and i'm still in act one like i am just doing absolutely everything i possibly can and like going over everything with the fine tooth comb finding all like whatever crap I can, even after I've already beaten an area, I'm going back through it and being like, Oh, here's how I could have done this. Also, there's a hidden hole. And then be like, yep. Oh, I'll take this potion, put it mm-hmm. in my pocket. Never look at it again. Sounds Luke great. Goblin. Yep. Oh yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. So like I got, I got all kinds of crap that I'm just like, why am I holding on to this? I can't do anything with it. And I'm trying yeah. like my damnedest to like not look stuff up. Cause I'm like, I'm wanting to just like experience it all and have fun. Mm-hmm. But there's been a few things I'm just like, all right, I have this item. What the fuck am I going to do with this? Because it's like, I've been through this area like a billion times. And I look it up and it's just like, no, nothing. It's just it's a cool thing. And it's like, yeah, there's ah. some of those things that you're like that. And you're just like, fuck. <laughs> I've been holding on to this piece of paper for years. <laughs> Thinking that I was going to run into some guy and be like, hey, that's my piece of paper. But nope. That's not anyway. the paper you got, Dick. That's my, my paper. paper. I got other stuff Jason, that's like more important, but I don't want to hold on. Did you it. get to the chest of the mundane? No, I don't think I've gotten to the chest of the mundane yet. Have you gone into the, you've gone into the underdark though, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Did you go to the tower? No, I haven't been to the tower yet. Okay. I just I just cleared out the forge. I just beat the forge lava monster guy. Oh, the tower is before the under the forge. You didn't go to the alchemist tower with the with the turrets? Not yet. I want you to do something for me. Because I, I want to know if this was something weird that happened in Ronan and I's playthrough on the PlayStation or if it's on if it's on PC as well, since you, you haven't done it yet. Find the chest of the mundane in that tower. OK, and try to pick it up. OK, because I think that instead of fixing the chest of the mundane, they made it so you couldn't take it anymore. And that's real fucking annoying. <laughs> I'll try to pick it up because the whole thing with the chest of mundane prior to like them fucking it up was that you could take it with you and it's like a 20 pound chest, but then you could drop all sorts of fucking items into it and it puts it to the weight of a fucking fork because it changes it into a fork. (laughs) Then when you take it out, it's a sword again and it weighs, it weighs the amount of a sword. And then they fucked it up on one of the patches early on. And instead of fixing it, I think that 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 was their solution. They're like, ah, you can't take the chest of mundane with you anymore. Let me know how that comes out. Your thing, <laughs> but you're enjoying it though. Oh yeah, God, man, the game's just yeah. like phenomenal. Uh, like oh, yeah. more than I ever thought. I got the owl bear to finally stay and hang out, and you got the yeah. trophy for petting both pets. Now it's just like yay! Mm-hmm. Like literally sitting in my computer chair, like uh, uh, some old like grand lady being like, yay, happy days. Yay. Got the animals, mm-hmm. and so that was great. Yay. Um, 
but otherwise i've been playing uh um the talos principle uh on playstation which is okay. portal style puzzles whatever and jazz like that and you know oh, it's yeah. great it's a great game to just like kind of like get lost and play some puzzles on um some of them are really creative other ones are just absolutely mind-dumbingly stupid and it's just like it can't be this simple of an answer and it's just like bing you solved it it's like holy shit okay mm-hmm. but then other ones are like nuts which is great and then because getting some time into something that's like not constantly blaring in your face not constantly like yelling at you or making decisions all over the place just like what if i put this thing here it's it's been nice and relaxing Mm -hmm. and then i will say even though i did give it a score uh um last episode sea of stars is is just amazing i beat it last when we talked last time but i went back on through and i did all of like the after like game stuff you know tied up all the loose ends and stuff like that and there is a secret ending at the end of that one too, which is the true ending and amazing. Just absolutely amazing. Like I was just like tearing up, enjoying the experience 100%. So see you stars guys go play it. It's a lot of fun. It's free on game pass, free on PlayStation plus. Absolutely. Go do it. Yeah. Well, so you have no it. excuse. You can play it on PC, Xbox and yeah. uh, PlayStation. PlayStation. Free. You're already paying for it. Yeah. Go do it. Free. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. I will go next. Um, I finished Baldur's Gate 3. Finally. Yay. I don't know. I don't know my exact time for it. I'd have to pull it up. But especially considering I sw- I swapped at one point from PC to PlayStation. But I had like 127 hours on PC before I swapped to PlayStation. Nice. <laughs> so it's a lot of time. <laughs> um, yeah. Hands down, loved the entire fucking experience. So much so that I'm playing through a second time with my son. And I'm going to play a Dark Urge playthrough as well going mm-hmm. through. Uh, did everything. Um, we talked about this earlier, I think, pre-podcast. That we... It's like, it is an amazing fucking game. It has major problems with crashes. Um, It runs, it definitely runs slower. And I think crashes way more on the PlayStation than it does on PC. Ran really great on my, on my con or on my PC when I was playing it. Uh, I I knew other people though, that had it crash multiple times, even early on in like their playthroughs for it. So there's issues with the game itself when it comes to that. But man, Story-wise, everything that you can do, the openness of everything, um, the way that interactions that you play through. Like I was reading an article about how there's people that have no idea because they're they're trying to go through blind and, and reading and whatnot. And they think that like so- certain big things are just canonical like events that have to happen. Like when you get to the, when you when I, I'm not, I don't want to spoil it for Jason, but when you get to the. When you get to the Underdark, or not the Underdark, uh, Act 2, there's certain things that happen in a certain area where someone gets taken, and it doesn't have to happen. I'm just letting you know that. (laughs) (laughs) Certain things that happen to certain ways, and you don't have to certainly let it go down that certain way, sir. That person does not have to get taken. I'm just saying. And there are people that are like, that think that that is, and like the article was actually talking about how bullshit it was that the, that some of their point of no return events happened so early and i personally i don't think that that's bullshit because that's how DD works you fuck up something early in a campaign and it's gonna come back and bite you later on most likely like that's how a good dm's gonna run it and any of these pieces like you know you piss off some people you don't piss off others stuff like that it's like it's gonna shape the way that the game works and the way that the story plays out and i love it just like ronan 
like pissed off Gale and made Gale leave our party. Gale hasn't come back. He's not coming back. We've missed out on a whole section of story because of it. And that happened real fucking early on in the game. <laughs> and there's nothing I'm doing about it because I ain't going back. I didn't want to go back an hour to an hour and a half and play through then. I certainly don't want to go back right now. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, it's just a fucking amazing game. At that point, even yeah. with all the bugs, it's still 100% playable because then the biggest thing that I found is that it's that longevity of it running on the console. Once you restart the game after, like after you've been playing for hours or like if you put it into suspend mode and came back out a couple of times, that's where it really starts having issues. But if you just restart the game and reload it, you'll be perfectly fine. Like case in point, it crashed in the middle of the final battle for me. And then it's, it, but at that point I had been playing for hours. It, I hadn't restarted it. I, it had come out of suspend mode, everything. As soon as I completely restarted, it went through the final battle with no issues whatsoever. Right. And it was fine. Like, so I mean, it, it kind of sucked because I, I kind of, it was like I saved scum to the final battle. Cause I cut, I fucked up a couple of turns, big whoop though. I wasn't dying or anything like that, but so it, you know, it, it kind of added a little bit of save scumming when it comes to that, but th that was completely out of my control. I had no, I had no hand in that. Either way, it gets a nine point five. Sure. All the bugs that came into it, they're like a very small amount in comparison to the hundred and sixty plus hours, hundred and eighty plus hours that I put into that game. Right. And like I said. That was yeah. primarily on the PlayStation 5 that I had all those problems with it. And a lot of people say that, you know, they started having more bugs even on PC in Act 3. But either way, though, like I had more problems just on the PS5. And I'm not going to grade it just on that one console since I played it on both. So 9.5, hands down. There's some stiff fucking competition for game of the year, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we talked about this, I think, last uh, episode. It was just like, it'd be absolutely insane to not be a very strong contender if not a mm -hmm. sweep so i mean i'm very interested to see how the rest of this year plays out because it's going to be near impossible to no spoilers but good grief man it is such a yeah. well crafted world and game and experience it's great so awesome all right uh, so i also started playing off stream near replicant because it's free on playstation plus yes, so yes. if you haven't played it yet which i hadn't played it yet which although it's i i need to look it back up again because I really want to find out like all the differences between near and near replicant. Because from what I remember, the only major like the difference is that it's father and brother, right, Jason? Well, I mean, the original near you're playing as the dude. Man, he was so ugly. Trying yeah. to uh, um, find his sister. His daughter. In the entire do is, oh yeah, was it daughter? Whatever. It was his daughter was. in near. So and yeah. it's the it's it's. The opposite in the in this well, not the opposite, but now it's it's brother and sister in replicant. Mm -hmm. And if I remember right, it's like basically just a retelling of the story, but changing the character to brother instead. But I, I want to look up like all the stuff. I'm trying to get like a little further in so I don't get like too many like spoilers with it. But um, it's a fun game. I mean, and just like just like the other near games, it's like you get some parts that are just like ungodly hard at the very beginning of the game. <laughs> that you're just like yeah that's not gonna happen like the like the breaking the breakable item that you have to deliver to the uh to somebody in one of the other villages you can't roll and dodge you can't right. get hit and yet when you go into that village there's just fucking enemies everywhere yep <laughs> it's like get good 
Get good. Man, I got so pissed off because I made it like almost completely across the bridge, like almost there. And then I got hit and it cracked. And I'm like, do I want to do that again? I don't know if I want to do that again. I'll do it again later. Um, I also played Party Animals, which if you play Gang Beasts, similar to Gang Beasts, it's a nifty little party game, way better than Gang Beasts. Um, controls are way tighter. It's definitely prettier because this is, as we saw it when they, when they first announced it on the Xbox showcase, like it's a very pretty game. Tons of fun. I highly recommend picking it up and playing it, especially if you have a bunch of friends to play with it. Like that game is just a crap ton of fun. Uh, and I also picked up Warhammer 40k Bolt Gun <laughs> <laughs> that we had tons of fun playing on stream <laughs> because I got to I got to embody all that is an Ultramarine, <laughs> including <laughs> like. I was explaining this to Shannon, like this game goes so deep into the Warhammer 40k like lore to where every time you get a weapon, it is referred to as a holy relic, just like in in Warhammer, like that zealotness of Warhammer 40k weapons are relics. They're they're references from God and God has bestowed upon you one of his holy relics, the holy bolt gun. And then you get a shotgun, you get a plasma gun, you get holy hand grenades, which are just hand grenades. <laughs> All that fun. But the really cool thing is that there is a there's like a whole settings section for retro. And it's two things. One is it adjusts the saturation of the colors. So you could just completely fucking oversaturate everything and it looks like you're playing on like an 80s monitor. Amazing. And then the other is the pixelation slider. So you can Ooh. slide it up and down to make it more or less less pixelated. And I'm going to be honest, every game needs that option. You may never touch it, but just knowing that that option is there is great. That's a slider. That's not like all yeah. or nothing. It's just like, oh, oh, yeah. no, it is a little like, bit. Yeah, you can, you can sit there and go through it. It's like 35. Like we decided on 35. I'm like, eh, let's go up to 50. I think it looks better at 50 than 35. And you can do 35, 36, 37. Like it's single digit going up that slider. Wow, it's awesome. that's really cool. That's actually yeah, kind of cool. It was really cool. It was really fun. Uh, so we'll probably be playing more of that this week as we go through uh until i figure out something else to play i still have to play uh zelda i still have to play uh sea of stars so i have so many games that i need to play from this year and it's october yeah i know we're running out of time we're running out of time for games to put on there i mean it doesn't help that a 180 hour game dropped in august so (laughs) right yeah like yeah that ate up two <laughs> months worth of video game time for me. But that's it. All right, Chris, let's talk about the um, picture behind you. <laughs> well, before that, also play a little bit of Armored Core 6. Oh, nice. And I I suck at falling mechs. <laughs> <laughs> Most people but do. So I have that on my PC, PC but so using the Xbox controller with it works kind of well because you know you have your two shoulder weapons and your a weapon on each arm so those are just kind of mapped to your shoulder buttons and triggers and you know you can get your jump your boost all that kind of stuff you can move pretty quickly um but yeah it's definitely you know from software game so definitely got some <laughs> difficulty there especially if you know it's different like old mechs trying to shoot you at you looking around like god damn where am i where are you that's half the fun where right that's that's yeah. an armored core game dude <laughs> Hands down. I knew it was a good game too. Not I played easy. the old armed cores. No, they're not. Yeah, those games are not easy. <laughs> no. <laughs> but 
Armored Core, like, if, if, did you make a, a like yeah. an Eva at least? Uh, not yet. Oh. I need to go in there and do a. We have the color palette still painting. sitting in the Slack channel. <laughs> yep. <laughs> God bless that guy that put out that color palette. By the way, he's like, I'm putting this out there for for reasons. <laughs> you all know. You you, you know, know then you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you yeah. know, then you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But then, yeah, so the other game I've been playing a lot lately, which is the picture behind me, which I've been a playtester for. It comes out tomorrow. Uh, official release. It is it's technically, station. technically, I guess, out now. No, not yet. <laughs> I, I mean, officially dropped. I mean, I was going to say, I mean, I, it is yeah. like 130 East Coast. <laughs> yeah, I think it still hasn't released released yet, but sometime tomorrow. Um, but yeah, it's a cozy little train game. Very pretty, like, voxel graphics. What is it called? <laughs> You said, said it, that, station, station to station. Oh, yeah. I didn't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what you do is you, you know build train stations and connect them. Um, and so you just kind of so each level will have you know, there'll be different buildings that kind of pop up throughout as you kind of unlock more kind of stuff. Um, and each one has you know produces different stuff, needs different stuff. So like a city could have like passengers can make like passengers to protect other cities. So you need like a passenger train on there or a mixed train that can do cargo and people um but then you also need like probably like milk or bread bread you need obviously flour so you need a wheat farm that connects to the mill to create that and then into the bakery then mix the bread and cheese needs <laughs> milk which needs dairy farm and when you like so like you can like pet the cows or kind of like hit the cow and make it moo um dogs are part of the wheat farm you can click on them and it'll kind of like sit and i'm sorry are you saying wheat of, or oof. weed it sounds like you're saying weed wheat. Station to station, man. Station to station, man. Station, bro. Around my train, bro. I mean, let's be honest. That's probably half the demo. <laughs> yeah, but having so a weed farm on there would be prime. <laughs> yeah, and dark with the animals. Um, and you'll get like cards that'll be like cheap rails or cheap bridges or free parallel tracks if you run two tracks next to each other. The second one that you kind of run next to it, as long as it's next to it. That section of track is free. Um, free water bridges, um, different kind of stuff like with that. Um, some of the levels have where it'll just be like an empty spot and it's, you have an industry card. So you choose what industry that is. So what kind of structure that is. Um, so you have a list of like, okay, you have like three cheeseries or three factories, three iron mines, three coal mines, that kind of stuff. Um, so you kind of choose where that kind of goes on there um but super fun no different challenges um like there's always like a usually like a cash challenge of you have to have like certain amount of money left over and then no special challenges of hey this amount of track or these tracks cross each other four times different kind of things like that they also have a custom game mode so after you kind of go through all different biomes and beat the game you can do and there are some like little easter eggs in the game too like some of the mountains are shaped like dinosaurs so like Dino Nuggets. <laughs> Wait, okay, so... And if you zoom in on the train station... I have a question. They'll though. have a clock on there, and that matches to your PC clock. That's, That's cool. cool. So, when you say, like, the that there's a uh, a mode, like, a sandbox mode afterwards, does this basically mean that I can mm -hmm. build my own diorama, like, huge thing and do whatever I want? So, like, I can I can kind make of, my so basement has, train like, these, set? Kind of. So, it has, Good like, question. a bunch of drop-downs. So you can choose like your difficulty, like level of money you have and stuff like that. Um, what kind of biome? Is it a small map? Is it a medium-sized map? Is it a large? Is it a very large map? Um, what kind of industry is kind of in this map? So you can mix and match that way. Um, one of the easiest mode 
the easiest of the difficulties is free cash. So then you basically building your basic training set off some randomly generated map and just go, Shh. so I but definitely that's do. what I like. That's what I want. I, I want to not have to play through yeah. the like the puzzles. Like all I want is to just do that. Your own old man. <laughs> uh uh yep. yeah diorama so. train thing yeah yeah, yeah it, it's it, it's one of those yep. things it's the it's the same as everything else that i would really love to have done you know like collectible trading card games i would really love to get back into playing warhammer 40k there's so many things that i would really like to do but i mm-hmm. don't want to spend the amount of money <laughs> that it requires to do that <laughs> and it's train sets time. oh no time time's and fine i'm good with the time it's the yeah. money well and then also like storing it too yeah <laughs> having a spot for it all and, yeah i don't have a basement in arizona there it's very hard to get a basement yeah. in the phoenix area the ground's too hard yeah there there yeah. are some yep. but not many and yeah mm-hmm. having that basement train set is like i don't care what they say it's like literally like 90 percent of guys dreams basement <laughs> train set yeah <laughs> Yep. I have known athletes, big, burly football players that love some fucking trains. <laughs> it's just me. Who doesn't love trains? They are. Yeah. yeah. It's super cool, man. You get to see all that stuff happen on like on like Discovery Channel and stuff like that. And you just sit there and you watch it like, man, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. I want to do that. I don't have 50 grand to just drop on that shit, though. <laughs> <laughs> My wife will kill me. I don't know how his wife hasn't Which, killed him. Yeah. <laughs> Did announce the, like, their roadmap today. Oh, yeah? So they got, you know, obviously, like, more biomes, more trains, uh, more industries. Um, they do have a phone mode coming out later this year. Um, so right now, they just have where you can map a key to the HUD. And so you can kind of take screenshots that way. But, like, an official photo mode's coming. To where you can have, like, cool. a free-flowing uh, free camera and move around however you want to, that type of thing. And then also then adjust the yeah the I coloring so. and stuff. Guessing so. Right now it just says photo mode. Uh, so photo mode will be December. Uh, November update one is new industry, new cards, new regions, and quality life improvements. December is new levels, custom game mode upgrades, photo mode, further quality life improvements. And then Q1 onwards is something big. Godzilla. And then even more new levels, even more new regions, even more new industries, even more new cards, even more fun. If they make not Jurassic Park with this for the something big, that'd be prime. Oh, yeah. yeah. You put some like animal enclosures like uh, um, what's the dress? Enclosures. Park no, I want Good. free roaming dinosaurs, but they're mm-hmm. all chill. They're super nice. It's <laughs> chill. Chill and, dinos. And. Mm-hmm. They can 100% get around it if they just make all the dinos be dino nuggets. <laughs> dino nuggets. There's no, co- there's, there's no yep. like lawsuits or anything happen with that. I don't know what you're talking about. These are giant fucking chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> get off my nuggies, bro. Dino buddies, man. Exactly. I want that. That's what I want. I like that. I support that mm-hmm. decision. Eric. Yep. I like that they are releasing and they're releasing what is a complete game because you've played it. Mm-hmm. You know, and obviously that, we're yeah. not going to give it a score based off of the early access portion of it. You got to play through it yeah. like the regular portion to get a score. But I like that they've got this complete game and then they've got a roadmap already set. And they're like, here's November. Mm-hmm. Here's December. Here's going into Q1. 
Like we're going to keep expanding on it, but we want to get this yep. out in people's hands. Oh, and they've been really nice people too. Uh, fun chatting with. And so, and then the game's going to be $18, $10 or 10% off initially. And then they, they have a soundtrack you can get the deluxe edition with. And then there's Hell also yeah. like a train bundle, puzzle train bundle thing you can get, where it has this game um, and like three other train games in there. Does it have, oh God, what's the other one? Oh man, there's that other train puzzle game that was t- that was super fucking awesome, but I still haven't bought it yet because I played the demo and then I'm like, oh, but I need to get that. Oh shit. Now I'm in suspense. Railway puzzles I- bundle. Railbound, Railbound, Train Valley, That's Train it. Valley 2. Railbound. Railbound is a great puzzle game. Like, it's just like one of those, like, grid puzzles where you have to, like, put tracks down and then you have to connect the right track to the right, like, endpoint or tunnel and stuff like that. Yeah, it's really cool. Railbound's great. Yep. So that, that. No, Jason, they have a giveaway for a noble chair. Ooh. No, no, noble well? Noble chairs. Noble chairs. Okay. Because I'm literally yeah. looking at a noble well chair right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's probably the same thing. <laughs> probably. The well's probably just the, the model. How do we get in on this giveaway? Yeah. Tell us more. For, for a comfy butt. Uh, I think it's on a Gleam page. Is this another social media platform that I don't know it about? It's a, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> It's just like a clean. <laughs> it's just like a. So you just. Oh, oh, one of those. Gotcha. You know, oh, so they probably tied it to like yeah. Twitter or something like that, which I still refuse to call yeah. that X, by the way. It's it's Twitter. For old Same. name. It's okay, Eric. You're they still call it Twitter. The URL is still twitter.com whenever you share anything. I refuse to call it X <laughs> until they change everything to say X. I don't even like Twitter, and I will stand on that soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> awesome so station to station comes out according to the yep. uh, according to steam it it doesn't drop for 10 hours but J- but chris did get approval from the devs to talk about it early yes so you lucky people watching on twitch you got to hear about it early if you're listening mm-hmm. on the podcast yeah this probably ain't getting out to you in time but <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's Go got the it. video's got a process after this then i gotta mm-hmm. top it and i gotta edit it and get it uploaded And I don't really feel like staying up till one in the morning. But yeah, awesome. So we'll hear more once you play through post-release, which I doubt that the content's any different. Let's be honest here. (laughs) You'll be able to go through real quick and be like, yeah, it's the same. It's awesome. Yep, because there is a new build, I think, today that is the release candidate to see if there's any last second bugs or if they need to play it. Oh, so that you guys could have, like, downloaded it, started it up, played through a little bit, and been like, oh, yeah, cool, it works. Mm-hmm. Nice. I mean, it does kind of suck that they're, like, that, you know, they're not letting the, the early access people play or continue on. But, you know, not mm-hmm. not every not every company, like, yeah. allows you when you do the beta to do that. So it's like... That's just kind of like one of those things of like yeah. you hope for when you get into the beta access. But uh, yeah, awesome. So wait. All right. This developer's first game. So you got to try to get their name out there. and Got to give them some love. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely got to give them love. It is a very pretty game. And it's as Chris said, he had tons of fun playing it. So get in, play mm-hmm. it. Who knows? Maybe I'll stream one of stream at one of these nights as well. Chris may even actually stream. Yeah. You're going to go buy a train conductor's hat, Chris? Ooh, I should. all right chris is gonna stream with a train conductor's hat at the same point when you do it you can buy a whistle get like a train whistle and then every then as you're pulling it like although i don't know if uh nvidia broadcast (laughs) will allow that to go through um we may have to find a train whistle (laughs) sound effect to go for the stream (laughs) hilarious oh man stream deck yeah just put it on your stream deck hit a button (laughs) 
There you go. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, thanks a lot, everybody, for joining us for the Ibeta First podcast. We understand that you have a decision to make when you are choosing podcasts, and this probably was very low tier. But hey, thanks a lot. We love you anyways. Uh, you can find us at iBeatItFirst.com or iBiff.co where you can send all of your friends in order to find the entire iBeatItFirst network of podcasts. That's right, network. We have three of them. That constitutes as a network. Uh, we have I Beat It First, which you're just listening to right now. We have Cutscene, which is our anime watch-along podcast, which we are currently finishing up part two of season one, right? Part two, season one of 8686. Yeah. Where uh, we thought that we weren't going to get sad, and then it's sad again. It's just mm -hmm. sad. It's sad and so sad. much death. So much death. <laughs> <laughs> but we're finishing that up, and we'll be doing the last episode of that next week. Uh, so make sure that you that you tune in and uh, start watching that. And, you know, listen, we also mm -hmm. have Patch Notes, which is our indie dev or dev it's not just indies, uh, but dev uh, interview podcasts where we talk with devs and find out like how their games are going, why they got into Vitimo games. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Is Jason a douche? You know, the the hard hitting yes. questions that everyone answer needs that. to know. It's, it's not, not a slam that dunk hard. like with you, Eric. No, it's, it's very a slam fucking you. dunk. It's a hard, it a hard slam dunk. Movie. No, Jason's <laughs> a douchebag. <laughs> 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 100%. 100%. Uh, you can also find us at Twitter, I made it first, I made it first, uh, Instagram, I made it first, uh, Facebook, I made it first, com. Uh, and we also have all of our charity stuff. That's right. We do most of this for charity. So you can go to com and click the donate or the charity button up at the top. And that will take you to our Extra Life page as well as our Throne page. Extra Life is what we do for donations to Phoenix Children's Hospital. We do have Extra Life game day coming up on November 5th yes. 5th saturday the 5th sure something like that it's, it's the first saturday in november either the 4th or the 5th because i can't fucking remember right now what actual number day it is but that is coming up where we will be doing 24 hours of streaming and you might see us throw cheese on nico kitten fox's face so you know tune in for that but you get to donate money all mm -hmm. the money that is raised goes directly to at least for us goes directly to phoenix children's hospital where that money then goes to help pay for uh surgeries that families can't afford helps uh pay for items for families helps pay for new equipment to help them uh do additional surgeries and we're not talking like oh it pays for a new well, actually, a new ventilator is actually pretty good. Uh, oh, it pays for, you know, like a new monitor screen. Like, no, it pays for like ventilators. It pays for robots for doing surgery, like all sorts of stuff. All that money goes directly to those pieces. Uh, we also have our charity throne account, which you can purchase items that go into the PCH store where they give kids Monopoly money and they let them go in and purchase things with it when they're in for long haul surgeries and events and whatnot and by long haul we mean anything more than a day so if they have to stay overnight as long as they can get out of bed they're allowed to go into that and pick out toys and whatnot and kind of get something going and there's a lot of things that go anywhere from like plushies all the way up to gift cards for the teenagers because teenagers are still kids and still go to pch but that's about it. Thanks a lot, everybody, for joining us. If you are on Twitch, uh, please stick with us while we raid out. But we can't end any podcast without Chris saying... Bye-bye! <laughs> One of these days. Oh.
one of these days. One of these days.